0: 524 of good luck high5 that's right you're listening to a podcast that's for you
1: if you play magic the Gathering whether you headed out to your pre-release last weekend. Yeah. Or you are gearing up for a fresh standard format, we are here
0: for you. I'm one of your hosts,
1: Maria. I'm
0: another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's episode, all about the Phyrexia All Will Be One pre-release Yes, that we experienced live in three dimensions. Ah. Oh, our deck boxes. These are our decks. Yes. Wow, mine doesn't deserve that much fanfare. (laughs) (laughs) Neither does mine. Wow. (laughs) But, lessons learned, you know. Lessons learned that we're going to pass on to you about our first impressions with Phyrexia all will be one yeah which is dropping on arena today yeah so get ready yeah I'm so excited to draft it looks like it's gonna be fun to draft I think it's gonna be a good time there seems to be some fun synergies poison I mean excuse me one dollar in the swear jar toxic <laughs> is a real thing in yeah. this set and it's like i felt it felt fairly complicated honestly absolutely it okay. was very cool to play not
1: just me um, then i had a really good time there was a lot going on yeah. mechanically yeah i'm super
0: excited to see where this format goes but this week we'll be talking about where it's starting off yeah and shout out to everybody who said hi at the pre-release who's yeah. a listener of the show or a watcher um especially the person who told us they love the riparian tiger Test. Oh, my goodness. We have to bring back the
1: riparian tiger know, test. right? Which is when you're talking about a rare, is it good enough that you would not just rather have a riparian tiger? Which was an excellent common from Kaladesh. Yeah, it's a 4-4 that
0: sometimes can be a 6-6 if you trample. pay energy. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Do you know what? Really good it's card. It's a good
0: test. Really good card. To say, should I pick this rare or would I rather just have a riparian tiger? Would I tiger? rather just
1: have a riparian tiger?
0: Anyway, thank you, everybody, from the pre-release we met um, that listens to the show. Uh, yes. We're also going to talk about... Um, Oathbreaker because we got Judge Rob coming back on. Yeah, Judge Rob is going to be here repping Magic Kids and talking to us all
1: about Oathbreaker. Because
0: we got some new Planeswalkers, 10, in in fact, in this new set that we can play with. So many
1: that you, that means 10 new possibilities, which is so many more than a usual set.
0: And if you're a Commander fan, but you want to play some faster games of Commander, that's what Oathbreaker is, essentially. That's basically what it is. If you want to get it in your lunch break, we'll show you how to do that. And we've got a randomizer for you, of course. Yeah, but before that gets started, there are some People to thank, first and foremost amongst
1: them are you, the patrons yes. of this show. Become a patron over on patreoncom Magic. We would be so thrilled to have you. We have no new patrons this week.
0: Wah, 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 wah. Oh no, sad trombone sound.
1: Um, and re- remember, if you are able to become a patron right now, but you're like, hey, I don't like, I know that I can now, but I'm worried about not being able to be a patron in the future. That's okay. You can yeah. be a patron for as long as as possible. You can go away and come back I know like in the last year we got a lot of messages from people who are like hey finances were kind of tight in the past year sure. as things are you know so weird Um, and do you know what you being a patron means that like, if you're able to right now, you're helping keep the show alive for people who aren't able to right now. Absolutely. Because we want the show to be for everybody. Everybody. We're out there for everybody. Um, So if you're able to support it right now, but not later, we'll take your support whenever you're able to give it. Because we know that sometimes you're able to listen, but right. you're not able to support. Absolutely. And that's okay.
0: We're here for you. And we're so happy when and if you can be there for yes. us, patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Somebody who's always been there for us. Of course, it's Card Kingdom. Yes. We Card love you, Card Kingdom. Kingdom. kingdom you can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash glhf use our affiliate link to buy whatever you want including a box of phyrexia all be one we always advocate drafting with your friends it's the best yes. way to play the game imo um, singles. If you need some fancy those step and repeat foils, have you seen oh, those? They're so cool. I, There's some really gorgeous cards. I know. I, I'm like, okay, where are mine? I, I opened set. one, not in my pre-release pack, but I did buy a filthy um, <laughs> collector booster and yes, open one. Maria certainly did because I'm a degenerate. You can, for instance, also get Here like the Vraska Betrayals Sting
1: Borderless Manga art. Oh, you can get beautiful foils like these. Card Kingdom. You know, get cards there, man. <laughs> now that's a slogan. No, that's a slogan right for there. you, card kingdom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the randomizer. Let's All get right. random over on scryfell.com. Maria, I've got one for you. Great. It's real weird. Are I'm you ready? ready? I mean, I've got one for you that's also real weird. Here you go. What? I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. What I'm looking at, this must be fairly old. This is, looks like a Bob Ross painting, but I know... It's not the Bob Ross lands. No, it's not. Um, But it does look like that. It's a winter scene with some sparse trees, a mountain in the background. And then the foreground is a church with its lights on. So you can kind of see the warm glow from inside the church. And the reason I know is because there's a giant cross on top. (laughs) The cross is as big as the building. Like that's also a weird sight. You don't it's see weird. any kind of like I don't know There's how much a ton of that kind of iconography Christian and magic imagery
1: and yes. magic. It's a very big cross on top of this church.
0: And is this the artist signature down here in the I think right? So it's very large yeah. and it's in gold. Um, and there's like kind of a light shining. What in the world card is this? Yeah, this card. All right, Maria, okay. tell me what you think's going on here. You okay, can you tell me if this is a land? It is not a land. Okay, that is even more surprising. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm just gonna have to go with my gut. This is a white card. It's probably, is it from like a cold, like cold snap or like a, the winter themed set? All right. Keep it, going. Okay, all right. Um, it's called Frosty Night. <laughs> and it's white, and um, you know, it's uh, it's some kind of enchantment because there's no creature at all on this card whatsoever. Uh, Frosty night. <laughs> and it says whenever your opponent attacks you it taxes them they have to they have to pay one for each creature that's attacking oh you know you got many things about this right oh it okay. is a white enchantment
1: all right i hit the vibe um yeah from ice age originally all right got its that name is hallowed ground oh that makes sense yeah hallowed ground it's one in a white for an enchantment it has white white return target non-snow covered land you control to owner's hand okay
0: so it care about lands it care about lands. also yes
1: what you could just uh, yes if they white right, playing- white right <laughs> return target non snow land you control oh, to its owner's hand you control yes I was like you can just bounce all of your opponent's lands no it's only yours so why I don't know we didn't Hallowed play background here it is if you know
0: why you were bouncing your own land factor with hand. this. Please tell us. Tell us. I'm sure there's some kind of weird benefit. Um, All right. Well, that card's garbage. Uh, Very strange. uh, Here's your card. Get ready for even weirder art if possible. Wow. Okay. Describe this, if you will. I
1: honestly can't. (laughs) Okay. On the left-hand side um, is like a, uh, I'm going to say like some kind of scholar or monk, like monk monk scholar. Yeah. um, Sitting at their desk. They have enormous flat ears their ears are so long they're like if bats had ears that were as long as their bodies it looks like
0: fennec fox ears yes it is
1: kind of like fennec fox ears um and we're seeing them from the back and they're in their little robe and they have all these piled scrolls and that's like the left hand side and then there's like a scroll wall and then on the right hand side is like a this same scholar maybe but hanging upside down from the torso up only (laughs) Upside down, once yeah, again, against, against like a down. blue sky backdrop, and they're they have like their hand open with like some kind of glowing orb inside of it. What is um, going on here? Okay, here's my guess. Yes. This is a blue card. It is from the original Kamagawa block, and it is one of the ones where it's like um, you know, it, you could turn like turn it upside not, down. Yeah, you could turn it upside down to do a different thing. Yeah. So it's a creature on one side and an enchantment on the other side. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna say it's blue. It's one and a blue for a uh, two one. It's um. Like I said, some kind of monk scholars, like a 2-1. And if it deals combat damage to an opponent, you can draw a card and discard a card. Nice. If you discard an instant or sorcery, you flip, you f- turn it around oh. um, and it becomes an enchantment that says um, whenever you discard a card, target opponent uh, mills two
0: great guess i mean you're correct it is from champions of kamigawa all right and it is precisely the flipsy dipsy cards oh man what are those called now, i have
1: no <laughs> idea what does
0: it say this is kitsune mystic mystic yeah. um so on one side it is a three four fox wizard okay so it is a fox uh at the beginning of the end step if kitsune mystic is enchanted by two or more auras flip it wow okay it's, it's just called flipping it yeah, you flip it it flips into autumn tail kitsune a sage uh one attach an attach target aura attached to a creature to another creature and it's a four or five wow right. this likes auras so i'm giving You're it a thumbs up it.
1: wow i'm i'm just glad that i i correctly yes. identified the mechanic of the card you the really set. did
0: you did i would give you the win in this in this <laughs> like <laughs> if this was a game show that you got closest um very weird thumbs up to scryfall that when you look at this card you can hit yeah. the flip, flip button and, and it then flips it just it. it
1: literally just like does Yip. and it flips it for you wow this what a
0: weird man mechanic that
1: i think that like probably never see again it looks
0: awful yeah. i mean on a card it looks
1: very bad it's like really hard to it's parse. hard to understand it's just worse
0: double-sided yes for sure
1: is, is like what it is. It's probably
0: before then they didn't want to do like two sides of the car you know, or maybe they even couldn't. Yeah. So they did this, which, okay, maybe you had to back then, but like, thank gosh. goodness
1: we don't have to now. Yeah. I hope this never comes back. I hope it never comes back. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about sealed from the pre-release I'm this weekend? I'm so ready,
0: up uh, Megan. I've got to ask you though. Yeah, this was your first in-person pre-release yes. since the pandemic started. Yes, what it was. was the experience like for you being back Ooh. in a game store, back um, playing with real people?
1: One, it was very fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Um, it was like, it was so much fun. So many lovely people. It was so nice to see our friends.
0: Yes. All our friends were there.
1: Um, it was a little stressful for me. Like by the end of the fourth round, I was like, I need to not be in this room of full of people. Um, it was was just
0: because you were not used to being with so many people again. Absolutely. It was
1: just like the, the feeling of being like elbow to elbow in a room. I was like, eek. Yeah. This is very strange and it was like weirdly exhausting. Like afterwards I was very fatigued. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. I loved like I loved the feeling of like playing with cards paper again. Paper cards. Playing with paper yes. cards, like shuffling up my deck, seeing all my opponents like accessories, having my own
0: accessories. Like what a lovely, what a lovely time. I know my one of my opponents remarked on this too, um, and was like, Oh yeah. I have to remember how to mulligan IRL because
1: Arena just does it for you. I like almost, I was like, okay, which one do I do again? Oh, I have to draw seven and then put one on the bottom. Right.
0: Because doing it, even if you know. It's like doing it in paper. You have to relearn the physical yes. elements of mulligan. Like, what does it do? Muscle yeah. memory. It's Muscle very. Memory.
1: It was very strange. Yeah, but it was so fun. And I realized, do you know what? Like flicking your cards comes right back oh, to you. Oh, sure man. It does. <laughs> I'm a card flicker, and you know that I was sitting there. Oh, like, absolutely. Flicking
0: my cards, and it's so just so satisfying. It's really
1: satisfying. It's like very tactily, sa- yeah, satisfying. It's what very was your nice.
0: um, overall takeaway? From playing limited in this environment. Oh my goodness! The it's first um,
1: you need to be consistent. What do you mean? Heck. You cannot
0: spend time doing nothing. Doing nothing. Yeah, I because agree.
1: you will just get trounced um by fast white decks. Yeah, there's a lot of um, fast creatures. Yeah, white does seem to be a very good color like white and green seem to be pretty powerful. Poison deck. Yes. Toxic. Exactly. And like their creatures this you know they do give poison counters. They do. So, I don't know what to say. You know, um yeah, that was my takeaway from the format is like you need to be doing stuff. Yes, I agree. And um, congratulations to White having the comeback
0: of the oh, century. Sure, absolutely. In these last couple of years. Two excellent exile spells.
1: Yes. At- and I just mean like being, its for the last couple of sets, it has been a very strong draft color and it feels like it's going to be again. Yeah, I agree. Do you know what feels like it's getting weaker? Blue. Blue. Yeah. Blue had too long in the sun. It, you know what? It just makes me mad. <laughs> it just makes me mad. They're like, what's Blue's thing? And they've decided their thing is just like small creatures and that's it like everyone else's benefit like it's benefits like flying has been given to other colors card draw given to other (laughs) colors they're just like oh and so all it's left with is like it used to have tiny creatures
0: shadow of its former self you had
1: tiny creatures because you had these other benefits that other colors didn't have now those other colors have those benefits so you're like
0: why am i playing the color of tiny creatures That's my soapbox moment. Blue soapbox moment. Yes. Here's my main takeaway playing this format was I mean because of playing in real life there's so much more to be aware of and to keep track of when you're playing because yeah. you literally have to write down your life total you have to remember all these things but you also have to keep track of the poison that you mm-hmm. and your opponents have and I had more mistakes in life total and poison yes. tracking that I've had in any other format same period. absolutely because it's just there's just a lot right yeah. and it's multiple instances of how many times yep. did you get hit by a creature with toxic what was their yeah, toxic like, what
1: damage what damage did you take versus how much toxic. Yes. Did they have like take? a
0: special bonus that gave their mm-hmm. toxic creatures more mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so that's my PSA is if you're playing in be person, very careful, Be very careful yep. and write it down yeah because uh sometimes you can use an app and stuff and i think that's okay for normal games but i'm gonna go ahead and say i don't know if that's okay for this set because yeah. you need there to- was so many times me yes. and my opponent disagreed on where we we're at yeah and you know in the end we just figured it out or, or we're like whatever who cares it's a pre-release but if you're playing in a PTQ or whatever you need to be on top of it Because, yeah, there's a lot. And my brain kind of felt like it was a little bit on overdrive. Yeah. um, Especially with all of the little stuff you can do, like paying life to give a creature minus one, minus one with a certain card or whatever. It just was like, I sat there and I'm like, wait a second. What's the most uh, ideal way I can play this turn? More often than I remember doing that in other sets. Yeah. There's a lot going on. I think complexity... Hi. Yes. That's my main takeaway.
1: Um, Maria, did you get a poison kill or were you killed by poison? No.
0: Wow. I was expecting it to happen and it never did.
1: I certainly killed people with poison. Did you really? Yes. I had multiple poison kills and it was very cool and very satisfying. I
0: would have loved to get a poison kill.
1: Um, Which it absolutely is like possible to do it without Dealing any poison damage without dealing toxic damage because there's don't you have to at least do it one time? No, because there's cards that give your opponent a poison oh, counter. Yeah, you're right, and then you can just proliferate it. Oh my god! Or you just give them to him with those same cards again. and that again. That sounds
0: very satisfying. It was very cool. That was one of my favorite parts. So you never ever hit them with a toxic creature. You just
1: um no I I still did like I had some small toxic creatures like the uh but here, you could, let's find yeah it. let's let's make your deck. Um, Pestilent Siphoner. This card is a one and a black for a one, one flying toxic one. And this card is just so good oh, because yeah, you, know you
0: got to get the engine rolling. You just
1: toxic them, toxic them right away. Um, okay. Here's the star of my deck. Yeah. Let's was go. Obviously Cato dancing shadow. Okay. What um, colors did
0: you play? Did you play? Esper? I,
1: I played blue, black, blue, black. Okay. Yeah. Um, Kato is just like, obviously a very powerful planeswalker. Yeah. Um, he's just one of the rare planeswalkers, but very good um so hard to deal with they have to have multiple creatures out because he's two blue black for a three loyalty um and he has plus one up to one target creature can't attack or block until your next turn obviously just Jeez. very good that's a so that's an excellent protection yeah um zero draw card and minus two make a two-2 drone with death touch and when it leaves the battlefield each opponent loses two life and you gain two life and he has the static that whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player you may return one of them to its owner's hand if you do you can activate his loyalty abilities twice and so you can like play this plus it so their one creature can't block hit them return your creature to its hand and then activate him again so good it's like so it was really very, very good. Um, so obviously that was one of the stars. Yeah, that's a star for sure. Um, another excellent creature, Void Wing Hybrid. Oh, yeah. This was yeah. one of the other things that made me blue black. Blue black for a two one flyer toxic one. When it pr- when you proliferate, you can return it from your graveyard to your hand. That's so Do you good. Know what? They don't want to trade with it because no. it's just really excellent. Gosh. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, I loved the little, uh, we have the Skull Bombs. Hi, the Skull bomb series. Yes, um, which are just so nice, right? They're they're nice if you can activate their colored mana ability. And they're nice if you have them in your opening hand and you're like, this isn't a great keeper, but it has this and I can activate it
0: for one. Which one did you have?
1: I had the black one.
0: The black one. So they do different things, I realized, much to my chagrin. I thought they all did the same thing when I was playing. Uh, So this one says, one, sacrifice the Skull Bomb, draw a card. Two in a black, sacrifice, draw a Skull Bomb return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand, draw a card, activate only as a sorcery. So, yeah, it's great early because if you need to crack it, you can, or later on, get a creature back and draw a card Mm -hmm. for three mana. It's just really quite good. Yeah, I think these skull bombs are going to be like just play as many as you like. Draft, yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: another excellent, uh, uncommon in my deck was bilious skull dweller oh this is one black for a one one death touch toxic one again like just trades with anything man they don't want to trade with it it's very good um, you can hit them with it infectious inquiry this is one of the cards i was talking about that yeah. gives your opponent a poison counter um you draw two cards you lose two life and each opponent gets a poison counter
0: so you could just, just excellent start start it that way
1: yeah uh same with prologue to phyresis this is one in a blue each opponent gets a poison counter draw a card
0: Oh, like just a cycler
1: that gives them of their first their first little poison counter
0: yeah and that's one in a blue that's a good raid for that yeah man wow um so here megan's laying her deck i will put up a picture of the deck for everybody to see who was watching the youtube um video uh what was your record with this deck we played four rounds
1: um i went one three yeah it was uh i (laughs) it was quite
0: bad so what was wrong with this deck
1: Woof. You know, that's it's hard to say just because it felt it just felt uneven. Yeah, I know what you mean. Every like it just kind of felt like I could not get things to go smoothly ever. Um sometimes my opponent aggroed me out. Sometimes my opponent played really big like really big bomby rares. Like yeah. we we're talking about the green um Dominus. Yeah. I got like they would just get to eight and play that and then that thing just that's, absolutely That's that annihilates you and so it was just yeah
0: it was just kind of weird it was like i don't you know i it just wasn't right that's the exact same way i felt about my deck too it just couldn't get there and i had the feeling that it didn't have the synergy that it needed which is a weird thing to feel i also didn't have any bombs but whatever but it was a weird thing to feel um when you have a feeling that a set might be bomb oriented because i say that because the bombs in the set are really 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 yeah. good um however it felt like i didn't have synergy mm-hmm. and normally you don't have those two things yeah which you are don't need both synergy and, and bomb and bombs, bombs. Yeah. so i think that the bombs in this format are very bomby, but i also think that you need synergy or your deck's not going to do anything even yeah. if you have bombs yeah I think that you're correct. I think that's what I'm thinking of this set so far. Yeah, Maria, let's see what you've got. Okay, so I'm going to talk about my um, all-stars here from this deck. I played black-white, and it was trying to do (laughs) toxic things. Did it really? No, dear reader, it did not, but it wanted to. Um, And if I were (laughs) to play a good toxic deck, I think it just might include cards like Porcelain Zealot which is three and a white for a two three phyrexian soldier it's an uncommon at the beginning of combat on your turn target creature you control gets plus one plus one until end of turn hold up if that creature has toxic instead it gets plus two plus two until end of turns i of had house. an
1: opponent play that against me and it was just very very good yeah it's just excellent like excellent card
0: what are you what are you gonna do you tune your mites into three threes yeah it, that gets through most Ouch. things early on in the game. Yeah. Speaking of mites, let's speak about charge of the mites, shall yeah. we? Excellent card. I love this card. It's so flexible. A two and a white for an instant, even Uh, choose one charge of the mites, deals damage equal to the number of creatures you control to target creature or planeswalker. So you do want mites to cast mites, mm-hmm. which is a little awkward, but whatever. Hopefully you have multiples of them, or you can just make two, two, two mites, excuse me, two mm-hmm. one, one mites. They can't block. I want to reiterate that. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah, that goes with Porcelain Zealot. Great, because you make your little mites. You mm-hmm. pump them up to the three threes, and you go to town. Uh, the, you mentioned white being very strong. I think a strong white card is Duelist of Deep Faith, mm-hmm. which is one and a white for the 2-2, two two, toxic one, as long as your turn has first strike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, what? You just, they just get, this is like, one of the best bears. Yes. I'd like, Com- like, wait, this is two mana? This is an excellent common bear. This is a bear. One and a white for it, like two mana for a tutu that also has toxic. And has first
0: strike on your turn. Jeez. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty gross. That card's, yeah, really very strong. So uh, some of the, we talked about the white removal being very good in this set. Um, The black removal, which is an interesting card, is Annihilating Glare. Yeah. This, I'm not happy with this card. <laughs> it's a sorcery, which is its real only drawback. Yeah. Single black. As an additional cost to cast a spell, pay for, or sacrifice an artifact or creature, destroy target creature, or planeswalker, you just sacrifice your might. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. And you kill whatever. You but want. most I will say you want this in a deck where you can sacrifice things like mites because at five mana it no. is not good. Five five mana is not good enough. You cannot be paying five mana for your annihilating glares. Especially
0: for a dis- for a destroy effect, because yeah. some creatures destroy is not good enough to get no. rid of them. I yeah, I had two
1: of these. I played two of them yeah. in my deck, and I just was not happy with them at all
0: yeah you only the only way to play this is with mites because it's just too much like you said yeah the flying toxic creatures i think are completely so good i have flensing raptor here which is an example of one you mentioned one this is a two and a white flyer toxic one two two when it enters the battlefield Another target creature you control with toxic gets plus one, plus one and gains flying until end of turn. Very good. This card is really nasty. You can jump your might and hit him if you want or whatever. Jump your might. Jump your might. Jump your might. That sounds like an Australian saying. (laughs) I jump your might. <laughs> you jump your
1: might last night. Every single Australian <laughs> listener of our show stopped, has, has just stopped. turned off the podcast. Goodbye, <laughs> never to return. They're all well, like,
0: "This was my exit." <laughs> I mean, it's not as quite as bad as when I said that a British slang term was "a choke down a goose." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Whatever that's. We supposed haven't to mean. had we haven't had a British listener since then. <laughs> We're slowly whittling down the countries that listen to us. Uh, Bone Picker Scourge is a nice payoff for playing toxic flyers. Ooh, yeah, It is a two-two flyer for two and a black. Um and it with corrupted, it gets plus it, excuse me, it gets uh, Death Touch and Life Link, which yep. is a nice little additional really bonus. Nice. Um I wanna call it the lands the mm-hmm. um spheres in this set. Just got to play them, baby. Play all of them. Draw Pits nice. the black one. Um, enters Um They enter tapped. Um, And then for one in a color that they are, you sacrifice it to draw a card. Really good. I you love stuff it. like this. Mm-hmm. I love it. And finally, I just need to call out the best named card of the set. Do you know what it is? No. What? Um, It's my nickname in college. Gulping Scrap Trap. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. The art on this is really horrifying. Yeah, it's also. very spooky. That's yeah. a
0: gulping scrap trap. If I forever yes, saw one is. right there.
1: Oh man, and this also has that excellent this one is um a five mana four four when it enters the battlefield or dies, proliferate. I also wanted to call out the one in a black rat. Um, yes white belly it, rat. Yeah, when it dies, proliferate. I killed someone by sacrificing it with an annihilating glare. Oh, that's pretty which was good. That's a very good, kill. good for the last Clean poison kill. counter. Like
0: I have the uh, rat king in this deck. Oh yeah, who's the rat king? Caromonics, the, the rat king. It's three mana. Yeah. You look at the top five, I think it is. Uh yeah, and then you can put a rat, any number of rat, rat. Any, any rat, uh, put any number of rat into your uh, hand. <laughs> Other rats you control of toxic ones, so if you're looking for a rat mander, rat con- consider karumonics to poison wow. your opponents. Uh, yeah, I had and I had two blight belly rats. Look at um, the art too. I was mostly just put, playing it for being a three three. Yeah, that's looking like the great. the ink version. Yeah. I got to use my astrology basics for the first time. They're gorgeous. Nobody knew what color of mana I no, was tapping it's for. No, very true. They do have the problem in that the game. they're all
1: generally kind of like pink and blue.
0: <laughs> they're all in the same color palette. Uh, but it made me so happy. It looks so they're beautiful. They're really gorgeous. I love them so much. Yeah, they're really pretty in person. Uh, Merry Krimbus to me. Um... <laughs> But yeah, um, my deck, much like yours, was just inert. That's mm-hmm. the way I would describe it. Never yeah. really got going. I would love to
1: know players out there um, who who played in your pre-release. How did you do? What did you feel about the format? Did you agree that it felt very quick to you? Um, or did it feel like, did you feel like you needed more cohesion? Did you need more bombs? Or did you just go out there and really kill it, man?
0: Yeah, I'm interested to know, especially now with it releasing on Arena today, mm-hmm. get out there and try the draft because the if synergy is the thing that you want, draft is the format you want to be playing. Yes, absolutely. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, I think it'll be really fun and everyone's going to be trying to draft toxic because yeah. i just think it's so cool
1: um yeah i'm really looking forward to talking more about draft as uh, the format evolves yes also um just because i was like oh hey tell us about your draft decks and or your sealed decks in the comments yeah i wanted to say thank you to everyone who commiserated with us about the absolute oh, yes. horror thank that you. is the six layers of a so-called seven Seven-layer layer bar, bar.
0: What a uh, lie! We had we've all more been people, t-
1: I think, being also mad about that with us than about almost anything else that we've done. Uh, uh, you, so should you. You, really you should be. You really should be
0: because what the heck? We have been fed a lie, literally and on out. <laughs> <laughs> we've been fed, yeah, we've been literally <laughs> we fed, fed a lie. <laughs> Absolutely abominable. Yeah, and if you didn't hear the update about it, butter is so, so apparently butter the seventh layer. Butter is the quote unquote seventh layer not a layer. layer. It's not a layer. I, it goes with the graham cracker. Yeah. That's one layer. That's one layer. Uh, I don't know. Okay, what would you put in there to be the true seventh layer? Ooh. Peanut butter? Mm, no. Is that going to be too much? I
1: think that's just like not the flavor profile that I want on it. It already has like the sweetened condensed uh, milk drizzle, but I was thinking stro- just like some marshmallows. Like okay. Maybe marshmallows.
0: Marshmallow could be a layer.
1: Exactly. I would like accept Judge that. Like <laughs> proposed marshmallow fluff layer but his also had fudge which was a really good layer to also put in there he also
0: suggested a cookie layer
1: yes cookie we should make judge rob's yeah (laughs) three layer bars true true three layer bars cookie layer marshmallow fluff layer fudge layer (laughs) the end
0: good gravy good gravy uh yeah so we'll talk to you more about limited in their shows coming up um, and PS um next week is the week we're gonna be in Philadelphia for magic. yeah so exciting. So uh, we're gonna be working the Pro Tour, first paper pro tour since twenty nineteen. Wow. And we'll
1: <laughs> give you a little preview of what is even happening in Pioneer. Yeah. Pioneer which is and the draft. format. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so excited to see some Pro Tour drafts
0: again. Oh They're my god. Excellent. It's the best part. If you've
1: never watched a Pro Tour draft, just get excited. People draft it's the best part is watching people draft things that were not on your radar yes. at all. Yes. That have not yet been discovered and the format will still be pretty fresh. Yeah. Oh, it's
0: gonna be so oh, new. Because really cool. these other pro tours, like you know four years ago uh we kind of the the format was a little bit more solved quote unquote by then by then so this will be nice very exciting so anyway stay tuned for that you fine feathered friends we've got judge Rob here to talk about the upcoming magic in Philadelphia. Very exciting. Yes. Rob, I'm
2: really excited for this event. It's going to be my first real, real big one since SCG con Dallas.
0: Wow. And it's going to be way
2: bigger than that. Yes. Um, thousands of people have already pre-registered for this event. So I, I cannot give you specific numbers, but I, I have more that specific is... numbers. Than that. We don't need specific numbers.
0: <laughs> we don't want any information that is yep. in your NDA, Rob. It's true.
2: All I can say <laughs> is that, that everyone is very excited. And it, like this event is going to be huge.
0: Yeah. Yay. So, so, so uh, pumped for this next yes. week. Um, you're going to be there and you're going to be there on behalf of our good friends, Magic Kids.
2: Partially for Magic Kids. Most of what I'm doing is working for pastimes. I'm going to be at the green stage. I'll be doing... I'm the tournament area lead for the green stage. No so, big deal. Yeah, no big deal. We're um, we're only running all the big competitive events for the weekend. Whatever, oh, oh like, wow! <laughs> that's all. So, no that's all. No, no big deal. No, no, no nothing big. Deal. Okay, so you're uh,
0: actually doing actual judge judge. Yeah. I'm, well, okay. So.
2: I, I doubt if I'm going to take a judge call. Okay. I'm, I'm managing <laughs> well,
0: people. Well, if I, I need a judge the, call, it's the, old, it's Rob or yeah, nobody. That's yeah, what the, I say. The floor <laughs>
2: judges report to their leads, who report to me, and I <laughs> whatever. So I might take a judge call, but um I. I'm very excited. Magic Kids is going to have a booth there. Yeah, uh, we've been we've yeah. been working up towards this, and uh, Magic Kids is going to be spending the weekend teaching people how to play magic. Um, most of the people at the con will know how to play magic, but you might people might bring their kids along. Yeah, and sure. Be like, hey, I, my my kid doesn't know how to play. Um, you, you also get to spend a bunch of time chatting with them if you want to go up and talk to them about getting a local community magic group started for kids. Very um,
0: cool. Yes,
2: and that's and that's the thing that Magic Kids does, which is helps kids build these magic social clubs.
0: And you know, th- yeah. they they tweet really cool things too. Sometimes, like once they sh- they showed off this picture of a magic card, and they're like, literally, what <laughs> this teaches kids like ten things: yes. reading, math, social skills, uh, art appre- appreciation, literature with flavor text. Yes. Yeah. Strategy. You know what I mean? strategy. And strategy. you Get them involved
1: in Oathbreaker. You can teach them how to betray their friends it's after true. making alliances. That is a great true. (laughs) Betrayal is a top skill that kids just don't get in normal curriculum. Right, exactly. And
2: in in today's America, betrayal is more prevalent than ever.
1: (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) It's so topical. (laughs) It's really quite topical. Do you want to teach kids to betray? Consider starting a Magic Kids club. Yes. <laughs> but if you've been thinking about it, that's a great yes. place to if go. If go you've been thinking about it, about it, swing
2: by, th- if you're at Philadelphia, swing by the Magic Kids booth, swing by the green area. I'm going to be like this, except in a <laughs> pastime shirt. <laughs> <Like this>. uh,
1: <laughs> so he it, gestures to his beard. Yeah, am dropped by his beard it, like It's this. true. <laughs>
2: my beard and my voice are the two most recognizable things about me. <laughs> but um, the other thing that Magic Kids is doing at Philadelphia is they're debuting a new Oathbreaker pre comp Yes. Uh, Oathbreaker is a sixty-card format where you play with a uh, where you play with a legendary planeswalker as your Oathbreaker and a signature spell that's within their colors, and it starts at twenty life and doesn't have commander damage, and you just play fast games.
0: Yeah, um, and fun multiplayer fun yep. times. Yep. Super fun multiplayer fun times.
2: And so we we did a uh, we did a play with those pre- with the four that they did last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're adding a fifth. Yeah, Liliana Death's Majesty.
0: Great, and so what's her deal in this so
2: deck? So, Liliana's Majesty's job in this deck is to mill you. She does a lot of self mill. She creates a lot of zombie tokens, and then she turns on Liliana's Triumph, which is her signature spell, which makes your opponent sacrifice creatures and discard cards. Wow, Ooh.
1: seems it's, very rude. It, she's
2: she's very rude. Uh, the deck is a it's a general principle self mill deck with reanimation. It. Has a lot of you know Crow of Dark Tidings that mills yourself, and then a lot of different zombify effects of various stripes that'll bring stuff back from the graveyard. And um, I'm really excited about how it shows off cards that look kind of medium at first glance, but are actually really good in the deck. So, for instance, like Deadly Plot, which has a lot of a lot of flexibility—either kills a thing or reanimates a zombie, which there's a bunch of in the deck. Um, Gorging Vulture, which mills you. And gains you life based on the creatures in your graveyard. Like these, kind of look fine, but they're they're really good in a deck like this. Once you've got yeah.
0: Synergy. Yeah, synergies, yes, uh,
2: synergies, things that multiply the values of your cards beyond what they're they're just straight text says. It shows off a lot of that. It's a fun new pre-con. If you want to stop by and donate 30 bucks to Magic Kids at the Magic Kids booth at Philly, that's where they'll have them for the first time.
0: Oh, that's great. Oh, so, very cool. Donate to a good cause. Get yourself an Oathbreaker deck. Play yes. it between rounds of whatever you're <laughs> doing at the con. Um,
2: Oathbreaker is pretty fast. It's fast.
0: That's the deal. It's like it's Commander. So nice. That's fast. Yeah. Um, this deck also has Grey Merchant of Asphodel just oh, yes. saying. The,
2: you can, it, it's a zombie that you can reanimate from the graveyard. <laughs> well, but you're not going to include Grey Merchant of Asphodel. Gary, <laughs> Gary, Gary.
0: get in the deck. Yes deck. So, wow. Well, that's awesome. Okay. A lot so of quality stuff in brand this. new deck available $30 donation. I love it. Uh, yes. and speaking of Oathbreaker, um, we're fans of it on this show. Yes. It's a very fun, fast format. Like we, yeah. like we said, and we have video yeah. gameplay of us playing Oathbreaker. If you've never seen it before, yeah. um, there's new Planeswalkers. Yes. In there's ten it. In this set. 10. Yes.
2: Yeah. And so there's a bunch of new options for Oathbreakers. There's no new color combinations available, but there's not there's only a few three colors and four colors to mine out in the planeswalker space, but they what they we do have is planeswalkers with exciting abilities, like a planeswalker that just says proliferate.
1: Yes, <laughs> um, oh, so exciting.
2: So like Vraska Betrayal Sting, she's Frexian uh, black and four, uh, starts with six loyalty or four loyalty if you pay life. Um, zero, to, she's completed. You can pay life to get less loyalty. Zero, draw a card, lose one life, proliferate. Sick. Minus two. Target creature becomes a treasure artifact with tap, with the treasure stuff, tap and sacrifice it, and loses all of the card types and abilities. Love it. Uh, so it turns something to stone, and your opponent has to sacrifice it. And minus nine. If target player has fewer than nine poison counters, they get a number of poison counters equal to the difference. So it puts them to nine, and then you can recast Vraska and kill them.
1: Spicy. <laughs>
2: because she puller proliferates their poison.
1: Yes. Counters. Wow.
2: Um, I plan on putting this together because she's the planeswalker I'm most excited for in this set. Um, the my choice for signature spell. If I want to do poison, I'll do Vraska's fall. I'm not sure if I want to, if I just want to do,
0: come on. You I don't do, I wanna might do just want to do
2: shenanigans. I might want <laughs> grim affliction. Grim affliction says, put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature. Oh, then so proliferate. you want to
0: proliferate. Right. Yeah. I want to,
2: I want to come for ask up faster because I'm probably going to kill him with poison. Anyways, I'm probably yeah. going <laughs> to minus nine her, but probably gonna kill get, him with poison Yeah, anyway. I get, I get there faster by proliferating more. Um, or something like that emergence was another one I was thinking about. I'm not, I'm not ho- like, I might just do a reanimation strategy, right? Bad emergence puts target creature from a graveyard onto the battlefield under my control and then proliferate.
1: Okay. Ooh, also uh,
0: notably any graveyard,
2: any graveyard. Ooh. If they have good stuff, I would like it.
0: Yeah. I like uh, the proliferate. I'd take everything back. All the fun I made of you, Rob. I think proliferate would be most fun <laughs> yeah. for yes.
2: Um, I also have some oddball synergies that I want to try out. Um, it, have you seen the microsynth garden in the new set? No. It's a land. It has stuff that you don't care about, but it says X and tap. <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, its ability that we care about is X and tap. Uh-huh. Garden becomes yeah. a copy of target non-token artifact um, permanently. Uh, and so wh- what this let me do, I was in the early access streamer event. Um, my opponent Vraska'd my Frexian negator. Or my Frexian obliterator, right? And yeah. so I had a treasure. Wow, well, sick brags
1: it, about <laughs> you and your opponent. Oh, their,
2: their Vraska was very good. My, I could never kill their Vraska. I had to kill them. Uh, yeah. But they, they they hit it with Vraska, and I was like, well, I've got this Mycos in the garden. I'm just going to do like a lot of nothing and pass the turn. And they did a whatever. And then on their end step, I copied my treasure. Because it's not a token, right? It doesn't make it into a token.
0: It makes it into a literal treasure? It makes it into a
2: non-token treasure. It just changes the type. To oh, I treasure. see. It
0: just made, so, okay. So my Phyrexian
2: yeah. obliterator was a treasure. And so I copied it with my in the garden and I got the base Phyrexian Obliterator back. Wow. Whoa. And then attack them again. And like then I was like, all right, uh attack you with this. And they were like, This uh, is why
1: you hang out with Judge Rob, yeah. so you know you can
0: do stuff. It like
2: is there. unbelievable. My opponents started clocking now. They're like, what just happened here? I'm sure. Yeah,
0: like hello bug report, and you're like, yeah. no, no, no. No, no, no. My,
2: my name is J A Judge Rob on early access. <laughs> like it's fun. <fine. laughs> <laughs> but um so I copied it. I, I won that game, but I didn't kill the brass guy. I actually had to kill them because I couldn't figure out how to kill it. That is sweet. Um, and sweet. so they treasured the second Frexian Obliterator as well. And so I've got a screenshot of yeah. me with two treasures <laughs> that are Frexian Ablo- named Frexian Obliterator. Wow brutal um, but you could do stuff sculpting steel also copies arbitrary artifacts so you can treasure their creature that copy it with sculpting steel to get the base creature
0: Rob you're you're a, just a, <laughs> so a scientist in a lab and you're just going to <laughs> I, town I like to do weird things you thing. can also
2: treasure your own things to hide them from opponent's creature removal but I don't think that's a good idea Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> you know yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also super excited about Nahiri the Unforgiving
0: I mean who wouldn't look at her sword course, arms yes Nahiri and her
2: sword yes. arms yeah she she the forged her sword suit- Self sword arms. In
0: the West.
2: Well, how does she hold the vegetables to cut? <laughs>
1: they <them>? just, someone <laughs> her has, <laughs> cooking is exclusively chopping based. Well, okay. So Can you make an entire meal? Only <laughs> chopping? <laughs> That's <laughs> what <the laughs> hero is <laughs> doing. How does it also? How does she hold the saute pan? Exclusively, not it's a hibachi situation. Okay.
2: (laughs) Oh, so she's got a flat grill. She has a flat
1: top, and she's chopping.
2: So she's the best hibachi, hibachi cook. Okay.
1: Yes, Nahiri (laughs) is now the best hibachi chef.
0: I mean, I.
2: I'd go to a Magic theme restaurant with a a Nahiri Hibachi.
0: (laughs) Right, I I would also go to that. (laughs) I don't want to go to anybody else now. (laughs) Just Nahiri. Yep. (laughs) Very angrily.
2: (laughs) Very angrily. She will not forgive you (laughs) or the vegetables. (laughs) Uh, So Nahiri here, she costs white and then a hybrid white-red Phyrexian mana, red and one. Uh, And she's completed, so you can play her as either a five loyalty or three loyalty, depending on if you pay life for the— for the weird mana symbol. Um, she plus one, up until your next turn, up to one target creature attacks a player each combat if able. I've seen all sorts of people who don't understand multiplayer very well say this is a bad ability. And A, it's really good multiplayer. Things have to fight, but they can't fight Nahiri. They have to attack a player. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1v1, this also prevents oh, them from attacking Nahiri. It, she's defending herself by making you take the damage, which is actually kind of a black ability. I wish it was on a black planeswalker, but... Um, She also has plus one, discard a card, then draw a card. And then zero, exile target creature or equipment card with mana value less than Nahiri's loyalty from your graveyard. Create a token that's a copy of it. That token gains haste. Exile it at the beginning of the next end step. Mm -hmm. So she she eats a thing in your graveyard and makes a token copy. It's to try to get around shenanigans with you, like, bouncing it to your hand or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But what you really want to do, I'm thinking the signature spell for her should be Shrapnel Blast. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. No fool around. She'll, she'll. Yeah. If you have artifact creatures and equipment in your graveyard, she'll make a copy. You'll get to hit them, and then you just go to the dome with your free thing because it was going to go away anyway.
0: That yeah. seems very good. Yes. Into um, it. And
2: Yeah. And it's five damage to, tar- to any target on Blast, so you can hit their planeswalkers. You can get their their oathbreakers, right? Mm-hmm. And so like Trappin Blast is pretty good at its job overall. Um. And you should play a bunch of, like, random, especially, like, reconfigure equipment. Rabbit battery is quite good at its job. Yeah. Uh, and so there's a bunch of these. There's also the four Mirrodin equipment that give you free tokens when they come out. and so oh, and yeah. then your
1: token sticks around. It's yeah, like, the
2: token sticks around. You ship the equipment. Wow. She's designed to just make tutus from your graveyard at these four Mirrodin equipment. So I'm going to play a bunch of those. There's the the white-red one uh, for uh, equipped creature has double strike. Like, it's great. Yeah. Um, And so there's, there's a bunch of these that are just very valuable. And so I'm, I'm thinking about that one as well.
0: This seems, um, uh, really quite good. This seems right up your alley, honestly.
2: (laughs) I think you'd be excited to play this.
0: continually fiving people in the face with her.
2: Yep. You You have to pay two more every time, but you probably don't have to do that more than twice. (laughs) Like just... Uh Ooh. and then she fills the graveyard for herself with her plus one draw card discard. Yeah, that's so, nice. Like I was thinking about things uh, other signature spells. It's like, but I want to loot. And I was like, but she already loots. Why do I need to loot more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why loot when you can loot more? When you yep. can loot more.
2: Um the other one that I was really excited about is Kaito Dancing Shadow, uh, who's black two blue for or black blue two for a legendary planeswalker. Uh he, starts at three loyalty all the time has plus one up to one target creature can't attack or block until your next turn.
1: Let me tell you, I opened this at the pre-release and this card is just good.
2: This is a beating. This card is just good. It's a retargetable pacifism. It's
1: yeah. It's it's kind of obscene. It's like kind of gross, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> He's And then uh, so
2: if he had pluses to do that, he zeroes to draw a card, minus two to make a 2-2 two, two colorless drone artifact creature token with death touch. And when this creature leaves the battlefield, each opponent loses touch. two and you gain two. Yes. yeah. So they, can, they like, this is also kind of the same ability. They can't attack into your drone, right? This yeah. card does it yeah. all. And then also whenever one or more creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, you may return one of them to its owner's hand. If you do, you may activate loyalty abilities of Kaido twice this turn rather than only once.
1: So good! It's so bust. This is so busted. Did you do that? Yes, every yeah. single time. Yeah, it's great. You play him. It- you plus one. You attack. You return your creature. Maybe you plus one. Maybe you draw card. Maybe you make drone. Yeah, you life do. is your like life is your charcuterie, man. Yeah. Life is your
0: hibachi grill. (laughs) Life is your
2: your hibachi Hibachi grill. grill. (laughs) Yes. Is Kaido the true successor to Nahiri? Yeah. (laughs) But um, my thought for the signature spell for Kaido is haunting imitation. Blue and two for a sorcery. Each player reveals the top card of their library. For each creature card revealed this way, create a token that's a copy of that card, except it's a 1-1. And it's a spirit in its addition to its other types. And it has flying. Uh, if no creature cards were revealed this way, return Haunting Imitation to its owner's hand, which wow. we don't actually care about that last bit because it's yeah. always going to go back to the command zone. Yeah. But, like, what you get to do is you get to play a bunch of ETB creatures, uh, right? So you get to play stuff like um, Silver Raven or Fairy Seer that Scry. Um, I'm most interested in because then you get to see the top card of your library
1: mm-hmm. and yeah. then use
2: Haunting Imitation to make your best ETB triggers. Mm-hmm. So you can play big, big game ETB triggers. You can play stuff like... Um, Sepul- 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 se- black
1: primordial sepulchur sepulchur sepulchur
2: yeah sepulchral. Sepul- se- sepul- curl- sepul- what's the
0: name of it sepulchurl ghoul
2: no primordial there it, there's a cycle of primordial
0: creatures sep- sepul- um, Sepulchral.
2: wow we're good at this
0: oh um okay oh yeah sepulchral primordial yeah uh, that's how I guess I would say it Sepulchral. hold on here we go
1: Why are you not just saying it? Why are <laughs> you, you not know all history
2: it? of the word? <laughs> Cuz nobody knows how to say the word Nobody's sepulchral.
0: Nobody's ever said it.
2: Sepulchral.
0: Cuz it's sepulcher singular, so sepulchral. <laughs> no, Once oh, you know sepulcher. Sepulcher.
1: Sepulcher. Sepulchral. Sepulcher. Sepulchral. No, sepulchral. <laughs> oh,
2: sepulchral. No.
0: Sepulchral sepulchral primordial final Sepul- answer
2: sepulchral, sepulchral prim- primordial so you get to play how about we don't use this card
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, this card has
2: since been deleted
1: from this set. Yes.
2: <laughs> so so you could play sepulchral. big etb
1: <laughs> sepulchral
2: <laughs> sepulchral so you could play <laughs> I'm
0: sorry i'm gonna let you talk now <laughs> <laughs> wow I've never encountered it's, a worse word in all of my life yep so in let's grief. circle
2: back around one step alright so, yep. so you play a bunch of ETB creatures right you get to scry the top of your library you're playing something like silver raven or you're playing fairy seer right yeah and then you get to see the top of your library and you need to go for bigger ETB creatures you get to play something like sphinx of Uthan for the fact or fiction effect or you get to play like um, ravenous chupacabra to kill a thing oh
0: right? yes Ooh, I always love and, it
2: and imagine a flying chupacabra Chips. Right. Or, 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 I
1: would more, rather yeah.
2: not, but well, <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, but I mean you can, there's all sorts of like oh there's uh, there's all sorts of like um like evoke creatures, like you could play Shriek ma or Mold Drifter. Mm-hmm. Like and like getting to hit those off the top with this is pretty good and then you get to pick them back up and do them again. You get to Mold every turn.
0: Sounds nice. no. good. And, I'm
2: in. And you could also play things with weird leave the battlefield abilities. My pitch is Thalakos here, which is one of my favorite strange incomprehensible creatures of all time, which also fits right into Phyrexia because of all the teeth that don't make any yeah, sense yeah, on this. card. I, I was looking yep. at
1: teeth arm on this. So I was like, I am not about this. This yeah. art is uh, well, the, it, it really grew. Well, the, nightmare.
2: The, the Thalakos were from the shadow realm. So this is a, this is a one, one for blue, blue. It's a, it's a merfolk wizard. It has shadow. And if it leaves play draw a card, nice so shadow makes it hard to block so with kaido you get to get in get your second kaido pick it up to your hand and then draw a card for doing so and Great. then your opponent doesn't want to kill it because well you get to draw a card when they kill it they don't want to um, i want to
0: kill it i don't want to look at its teeth arm that's anymore. fair yeah that's, that's, i'd kill that, it to get rid it of yeah, teeth it's arm. A,
2: a perfectly reasonable um it's just a it's a weird card from back in the day that yeah. all the all the ways to abuse it stop, that were easy stopped being around uh oh. used to be able to phase it out but phasing works differently nowadays, yeah. so it doesn't trigger from phasing out. Uh, but that would
0: be so good. Yeah. <laughs> well wow. oh,
2: Puppeteer click was my other my other UTP trigger that I was talking
0: about. Yeah, puppeteer
2: click's great. Um, and then you get to rebuy puppeteer click to your hand, so you get to persist it again uh, once it dies.
0: Well, um, I think you've made us each a deck here, Ross. Yes. I know. I would absolutely play this. <laughs> yeah, this one. This yeah, black one is, seems really. I, 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 sick. W-
2: I was thinking about you, and I was like, right "What do you want to do? Alley. You want to draw cards? Yeah. Okay. You want? I want draw cards. You, you want a deck where Mulder is your best creature? Cool. Yeah, I yep. want draw cards.
0: <laughs> 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 I would like to use my uh, Hibachi arms to five you in the face.
2: <laughs> yep. I'm kind of surprised she doesn't have a sword in a frying pan. If she's Hib- like, if she's a
0: Look, all, look she all she does is needs. chop. Chop, chop,
1: chop, <laughs> chop, 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 chop. She and does one job. And the swords are flat enough that they are oh, kind you, you of special. Yeah, I like mean, it's it's
2: true. I do Chop, like, chop, mm-hmm.
0: chop, scoop, scoop. Serve. Yeah, I,
2: I, I, it's true. I do use I do use knife for exactly. scooping <laughs> things into pans all yeah,
0: the time. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. These things look straight out of the forge, so she doesn't need to cook them. They've been cooked as they were sliced. Exactly. <laughs> the knife was she, so Can <laughs> you
1: imagine frying an onion as you're chopping it? <laughs> Well, okay. Time saver. Well, so
2: here's the. D- it takes minutes to cook an onion, though, right? It takes
1: minutes, but that's because it's, it's only as hot, hot as your stove yeah, can get. Exactly. Well, I don't.
2: <laughs> I don't. If want you to flash the onion,
1: cut, yeah. if you <laughs> chop an onion with a sword <laughs> right out of the forge, man, it's gonna fry it up real good. I feel like this is a question
2: for like YouTube entertainment channels this now. For
0: MythBusters, yes. can I cook an onion with a sword hot enough that with one cut it is cooked? It's a cooked onion. <laughs> yeah.
2: (laughs) we're we're gonna ask
1: (laughs) that seems impossible they're gonna be like no (laughs) what you get is like a slice of absolutely burned to a crisp onion. (laughs) Yes. And then an onion that's raw. Yeah. That's... (laughs) So bad. Oh, my God.
2: Low and slow is the way that you cook. I don't know.
1: Fast (laughs) and hot. Not when you have hot
0: from the forge
1: sword arms.
0: Fair. Fair. Uh, Everybody, if you haven't given Oathbreaker a shot, we highly encourage it. It's such a fun format. It's fast to play. It's very silly. It's it's very
2: silly and fun.
0: And if there's a bunch of
1: youth in your life that you think just need a good hobby. Um, so <laughs> I think that all the time I see youth. You, <laughs> you
2: yell them to get off your lawn and get, get a
1: hobby. Get
0: yes, exactly Get a hobby is
1: the new get off my lawn.
0: <laughs> get a hobby. <laughs> Say hi to Rob at MagicCon Philly. Go over to the Magic Kids booth. Give him a high five from us. Yes. Donate 30 bucks. Get a sweet Liliana Oathbreaker deck. Yes. You
1: said give him a high five from us, but it sounded from over here like you said, give him a hard time from us. Oh, yeah. Give him a hard time, Just go over to the Magic Kids booth and mercilessly bully them and say, this is from Good Luck High Five. And they'll be like, yeah, that tracks. Yep. It makes sense. All right.
0: Well, everybody, thank you so much for hanging out with us on this episode of Good Luck High Five. Yeah. Thank you once again to Judge Rob for Yay. joining us, talking about Oathbreaker and Magic Kids. And thank you to Card Kingdom for being just a great card kingdom. Yeah. It is a
1: kingdom of cards. And thank you to everyone who is a patron, whether you a you are a past, present, or future patron of this show. We so appreciate you. Maybe you are all three. Yes. <laughs> Maybe you're all it three of those be. things. It could
0: be. And you can join Fancy. our family and get access to our awesome Discord server yes. over on Patreon.com slash GLHFmagic. We would love to have you in the fam. Um, and like we said, let us know how you did at your pre-release this past Wanna weekend. Want to know about it. What you be drafting on Arena on Hit us release with those day. sick brags. Uh, you can tweet at us at GLHFmagic. You can respond in the comments below this YouTube video. You can uh, post stuff in our Discord. Whatever floats you know, your boat. You hear that sound? Your treasure cruise. Yeah, Whatever floats your treasure, treasure cruise. cruise. That's the sound of a real life. Whatever enchants deck. your boggle. <laughs> I love that one.
1: <laughs>